Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Seavers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, welcome back to the studio, Pastor Corey. Yeah, it's good to be with you, Tim, as always. always. Yeah, always. On this sunny day. Isn't it Sunny nice? day in February. Yes. And Lent is just around the corner, the season of Lent, um, spelled L-E-N-T, <clears throat> not to be yes, confused not with... with L-I-N-T. Lint, yes. Don't want that. No. no Lint in your pocket. Or elsewhere. Or elsewhere. <laughs> and, uh, Lent is a, a good spiritual fire starter. Hmm. How so? Like, I don't know. Well, because Lent. Have you ever used Lent as a <laughs> oh, fire starter? Oh, 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 yeah. So yeah Lent yeah, is yeah, a good... Yeah, sure. Well, because you, yeah. you, you do some intentional practices in Lent where you, you might fast from something, you might focus on... Prayer or study right, more, yeah. uh, getting your life aligned with God's will for you. And uh, so we're going to have some opportunities for reflection, uh, spiritual growth in the season of Lent. Uh, it starts with Ash Wednesday, which is what, February 26th this year. And it's on a Wednesday this but, year. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really neat thing about Ash, Ash Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> it, the, the date moves around, but always stays on Wednesday. And so we're going to do uh, two Ash Wednesday service services that you can choose to do either or, both. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the first one is coffee and ashes in the morning. Correct. Is that the right or- order, ashes and coffee? or Coffee, coffee and, and ashes. ashes. So you want to talk about that one? Sure. Briefly, well, yeah, yeah. We're going to, um, between 6 a.m. and 8.30 a.m., you can stop in at the Holy Trinity Chapel here in Palouse. That's at the corner of Bridge and Alder. Okay. Um, and it's 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 a little drop-in kind of ashes on the go kind of thing to get. Not but not very many places have a option for a morning Ash Wednesday service here in Palouse. Uh, and you might be on your way to work <laughs> yeah. or or to school, and you want to you you want to start your day. Uh, and the season of Lent in this reflective way. And so we have this, it's just a brief opportunity to stop in. We have a a brief prayer. We do the imposition of the ashes. Talk a little bit about Ash Wednesday. That's That's a fancy fancy word for he puts ashes on your forehead. Yeah. Imposition of the ashes. Yeah. Yeah. Why imposition? I don't know why. That's that's kind of a funny imposition. Imposing it, Imposing it on Kind of. Putting it on. Putting it on. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, and then you can leave with a cup of coffee and if you some want. scones, if you want. Is there hot water required. for tea or just coffee? I usually do hot water too. And so, tea. yeah, we have so some you, options. You can have tea and to go cups to go cups always. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's, that's our first one. So mm-hmm. we invite you to come to that and that's, then you're going to be doing one in the evening. So your time again on Ash Wednesday is so 6 to 8.30 a.m. 6 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. Any time between then takes five-ish minutes. Yeah. 6 to 8.30 a.m. Uh, the evening service is 7 p.m. on Ash Wednesday here at uh, PFC on uh, Bridge Street, 635 North Bridge Street. So in the main sanctuary. Uh, it's it's not a super lengthy service. It's about half an hour usually involves mm-hmm. scripture and, and meditation, reflection, and the imposition of ashes, if you so, so choose. Uh, the week before that, the youth group will be part of um, making the ashes, so that's coming up soon. 
they're, they're made from our palm branches from the previous Palm Sunday. So Palm yeah. Sunday 2019. Mm-hmm. And then we burn them and grind them into ash, add a little um, high-quality olive oil. E-B-O-O. Extra virgin olive, olive oil. oil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I heard there's a lot of scams about yeah, that. Probably. That's for another show. You know, and, you we, know we, is it cold yeah. pressed? Is it? Yeah. Oh wow! There's all sorts huge of controversies. Cold pressed, in the organic, extra virgin, extra olive, virgin oil. olive oil. Anyway, we get the real stuff. Yeah. Because we're not going to put any of that fake stuff on your forehead. That's right. So uh, we're it, it, it's it's a mark, <laughs> it's a mark of or a reminder of our mortality, that we're from the dust and to the dust we shall return, meaning we're all going to die, and our only escape from the reality of death is the the victory of Jesus Christ and mm, yeah. so we're we're preparing to remember his victory his his perfect life his sacrificial death his resurrection um, and so we start uh, we start lent with ash wednesday as we start on this journey of remembering our brokenness our frailty our sinfulness and preparing to celebrate our savior who came to rescue us from all of that and renew us and um yeah give us new life and everlasting life so yeah ash wednesday morning option evening option i am sure you can find out more on our website if not now soon weekly emails if you're not on our email list shame on you no 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 no. no. we don't want to sign up anybody yeah let us um also part of lent we obviously will have our sunday morning series we're going to be um it's kind of the theme of, uh, what are we calling it? Didn't see it coming? You've got a mailer that's going out soon, I know. Uh, yeah, overlooked. That, yeah. Over, overlooked. Overlooked. Yeah, things that are overlooked that we don't see. Yeah. Uh, kind of playing off of this this book uh, yeah. from uh, Carrie Newhoff uh, that you're, you're going yeah. to be working with through so the season. Yeah. Tim's introducing this uh, book we're going to use during the season uh, for our Wednesday soup suppers during Lent which will be Wednesday, 6.30 at the church uh, for six weeks, starting the sun, or the Wednesday after Ash Wednesday. Um, so the first Wednesday in March. Yes. Uh, and we're going to be having chapters from this book by Carrie Newhoff uh, called Didn't See It Coming. Um, and great book. Um, I want to just uh, read the exciting uh, chapter titles of this book, the or, or really, um, yeah, the part titles, I guess. But uh, first part is cynicism, then compromise, disconnection, irrelevance, uh, pride, burnout, and emptiness. Wow. Yeah, exciting topics, right? I'm, I'm thrilled. <laughs> well, <laughs> Lent is sometimes a time where we look at things maybe we, we need to look at to hard things, things yeah. right? And things so are, these are things yeah. we often sneak up on us. I mean, nobody, like, I want to plan to have a prideful life or yeah, burn out. Really, I'm really looking forward to the emptiness. Yeah, I, I want burnout in my 40s. But yeah. they happen to many folks. So I want And just, often we don't see it coming. We don't see it coming. That's the whole idea, And that's right? our and Lent we, this we year is things, things yeah. we're overlooking in our own life we can be quickly experts at other people's lives uh, but we often overlook big things in our own life so I want to read uh, at the risk of being a bad um, audiobook reader I want to read just uh, a, the very first part of his introduction okay okay um, so it's titled surprise uh, 
No one in his or her 20s sets out to end up feeling empty or cynical. At least I didn't. I don't know of any college graduates who want to become irrelevant and morally compromised before their 40th birthday. I can't imagine men and women at any age who want their personal relationships to collapse under the weight of pride or the lack of basic emotional intelligence. Yet each of those things happens every day to people we know, people we care about, people we love. Actually, it might be happening to you right now, though you remain completely unaware, because that's exactly how it happens. The implosions often come as a surprise. That's what happened to me. And I've seen the unexpected issues we deal with in this book flatten many people. They simply didn't see it coming. They didn't see the edge of burnout before they hit it. Mm. They didn't see their marriage becoming distant and desperately disconnected. They didn't see the compromise they made at work uh, coming until they knew they had crossed a line of no return. They didn't see that their once cutting-edge style and insight had become insufferably stale. They didn't imagine the emptiness they would feel after all their dreams came true. They just didn't see it coming. Few of us do. The question I want to tackle in this book is, could they have seen it coming? Can you? So uh, that's a, the, the first part of the introduction. And just a really good book. I've, I've read through it. I'm going to read through it again with the congregation. And on Wednesday nights, we'll have reflections about, uh, about these different topics. There are six of them. And um, so I hope you can come. We, we may have people from the congregation sharing as well. We still got some uh, scheduling to work out. Uh, by that means I got some scheduling stuff <laughs> I need to work out. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And just so you know, this book is helped me, you know, as I was reading through it in November, I, I recognized some things in different parts of this book that I need to work on in me, and particularly uh, one that I'll be sharing about burnout, you know, that I was having some low-grade burnout and still uh, recovering from that and figuring out how to, um, how to live better. So uh, we'll be talking more about that without getting in to all the details now. So didn't see it coming. These books are going to be available. You're going to be hearing more about it. It'll be on the communication cards on Sunday. Uh, you can message us if you want one uh, comment under the uh, Facebook post or whatever. If you comment on SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever, we probably won't see it. Probably. <laughs> I don't, because, uh, will we? I don't think I don't, so. I don't even know. I get alerts for the SoundCloud one. Do you? But I've never, Do you? Yeah. nobody's ever commented on the other ones i guess at least it hasn't alerted me <laughs> um oh well we should but, move yeah. on that's so that's lent that's ash wednesday that's our soup supper book the sermons are going to be often overlooked books of the bible so we're picking short <clears throat> small books of the bible that still are important because they're yeah. in the bible and it's gonna be awesome yeah so they wouldn't be the, there if they weren't important yeah there's a lot of uh one page books in the bible yeah so. We're going to hit some of them in this season of Lent. Um, cool. That's mainly what we're doing. Right. Right. We're going to a couple of surprises along the way. Oh, surprises. Excellent. Wow. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about our continuing sermon series, um, Passion Fueled Basics for a Healthy Life or a Healthy Christian Life. And our basic this 
this week that we'll hear from. Uh, I'm preaching this week, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You are. For me, Sunday uh, is giving. <laughs> giving, yes, I knew that. Uh, so our scripture is from 2 Corinthians 9, um, chapter 9, verse 6 through 12. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read that at the risk of just... Well, do you want to read it? We get the dulcet tones. Of, yeah, do you want to read it? I mean, I just did some reading. I can if Yeah, you here want. it's right. It's open, Tim. I'll just okay. move, I'll move the Bible. It's very portable. It is. See, That's verse handy. 6 through 12. 6 through 12. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 12. The cheerful giver. The point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. As it is written, he has distributed freely, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing, and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing in many thanksgivings to God. There you have it. Cool. Through verse 12, right? Yeah. So what would you say Paul is trying to teach the Corinthians there? Seems to be that um, maybe that giving is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that God. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> God giving's wants good. us to give, yeah, and yeah. also that I think there's this. Uh, now, are people I, turning this off right now because they're like, "Oh, two religious guys talking I don't about know, giving"? Maybe I hope not. Yeah, I hope not because um, giving is awesome. I think is part of what Paul's yeah, trying to say. Yeah, it's like it is awesome, it, and it's connected to our relationship with the Lord. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right, keep going. Oh, I was just that. Uh, <laughs> oh, train. Woo, off it goes. Um, that that uh, the. Um, let's see. Giving is good. Yes. <laughs> did you forget what, what you're talking? Did about. I knock your train off the track? You, you, you knocked my train oh, off the track. Oh well. The the, but, uh, the 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 cheerful giver, you know, is an important idea that we're going to tackle, and we're going to look at different ways the Christian can give um, because I think we think just money right um, and finances are of course I think important uh, to surrender to God and learn how to give out of the finances that God provides us but uh, there's much more to it right much more to it it's a heart matter it's all of our life it's our it's our efforts um, it's our time. So what were you going to say to me? It came back to you. It I saw back to me. almost a light, literal yeah, light bulb. Yeah, it was yeah. metaphorical, but it was so, almost literal. You know, the, I think sometimes when it comes to giving, we, 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 we have this fear that if we give, that we're going to have less. And somehow in God's economy, when we give, whatever it is, yeah. we don't usually end up with less. We Isn't usually end up with more. Uh, that we're blessed in, in ways that we didn't expect. And right. so that's just what I wanted to say. It's yeah. That is going to come up Sunday, and I think we should talk about it now too because I think it's right there in the text that as we sow, you know, like the farmer sows the seed, he gets more back than yeah. he puts in the ground, right? right. But he's right. got to yeah. give it up. He's got to open his hand and, and put it in the ground, and then it, it produces more. 
Um, and when we give ourselves away as as followers of Christ, um, we aren't just disappearing. You know, people aren't just taking parts of us. It there's real costs to giving, but the benefits outweigh the costs. And um, I think giving leads to personal growth. It's it's deeply connected. So that's why we picked it as an uh, essential or one of the basics of being a healthy follower of Christ is if. If you don't give as a follower of Christ, if you've got a mentality of keeping or this faith is just about me getting blessing, I'm, I'm just coming to church to work through some problems and it's just really about me, you won't get the fullness of what it means to really be a Christ follower. Um, he he wants to shape us into givers. Um, so he says, he's talking about giving and he says, you will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way. Uh, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. That That's just one of the verses, verse 11, but um, that's pretty awesome. Like, it's an enriching experience. Now, we're not going to be teaching the, what's called prosperity doctrine, that if you give, you'll, you'll get. You'll a get whole bunch. Yeah. Because that's like almost the opposite of what God's trying to teach us. It's not about getting and uh, becoming uh, materially wealthy. But But there is this principle here that, there is an enrichment that happens even as you you um, give away finances or give of your time there's a blessing that returns uh, to you really and truly so. and 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 not just to you but often to a community Absolutely. or you know yeah. a larger a larger group of people I it's, guess so what's the word magnified it mag- or yeah. uh, it increases exponentially because it, it doesn't just bless you it blesses others um, yeah. Yeah. Do you have uh, any giving stories you want to tell? I mean, uh, you know, where you were blessed by someone's generosity or or um, anything like that? Or I have. Often, I, that's a surprise question. You so know, I've, so I've just yeah, thrown that sure. out here. I've been blessed many times by other people's generosity um, and taking care of needs that, you know, sometimes popped up and I didn't have money for or when... Um, you know, God God sometimes works in mysterious ways. And I remember this one time, uh, a couple years back, we were um, selling our house and, in fact, had sold our house and needed to get out of it. Um, it's kind of what they want, right? Because what they want, right? And we didn't have a place to go to. Yeah. We were between between places. Okay. And, uh, like, we had this Bible study at our house with some people and we're talking about it, praying about it. And... Pretty much as soon as the Bible study wrapped up, we got a phone call from a friend who offered us one of their vacation rentals to stay in for free. Wow. Uh, which was great because we were between places. Yeah. Um, and so it was just a great way of, uh, it was an amazing way that God provided. And, and I wasn't even expecting it, you know. Um, you were looking for, I was looking for all the human answers, like <laughs> where can I go, a place that I can afford. Never dreamed even that that I would be blessed with a free place to stay, which really eased the transition period between places. But God's so good that way. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, so. It's awesome. And God's people. And, and that's, you know, through a Christian friend and, you know, maybe somebody else who wasn't a Christian would have done that. But I think that they're influenced to do that because of their faith mm-hmm. and because of their connection to Christ. Because um, God has made us in his image. His, he is a giver and those of us who are striving to follow after him uh, want to 
reflect that image uh, in the world too. Right. Hopefully yeah. that's a good story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is a good story. I mean, somebody uh, prevented you from being homeless. That's yeah. pretty awesome. That's that's pretty much it. I should have yeah. just said that. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I like the details. I mean, it, <laughs> the details help us to. It's real life stuff that we can we can bless others. Uh, and in blessing others, there's a blessing for us. Um, and and then that person who receives the blessing. It's what the world, I guess, calls paying for it or pay it for. Mm. But this idea that um, uh, you know we we have an abundance of what we need if we are willing to to give sacrificially. I think um, in our culture, especially, we are we are overflowing with abundant blessings. Yeah. And if we would just open our hands to that and admit that it is um, it's an amazing thing to be part of a, a community of faith um, and a belief system Christianity when it's working well that says you know we are going to give um, unselfishly for the needs of, of others and it's amazing what problems you can start to solve and um, but when you start to hoard and keep and mm. and just build for yourselves um, it's amazing the problems that come. <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah. just reminding me of an article I read last year. It was published much earlier, but that Walter Brug I think it's Walter mm-hmm. Brueggemann's article yeah, yeah. on the scarce scarcity the myth of abundant. Sca- it's a great scarcity myth or something. Yeah. Yeah. And just if you look at God through how God reveals Himself through the Scriptures, we see that He is a God not of scarcity but of abundance, mm-hmm. and we're called to put our faith and our trust in that God. Uh, and we can choose to live, um, I guess that frees us to live in a different way, knowing that we're going to be taken care of because God is going to take care of us. We're going to have everything we need. So don't worry about that. Just mm-hmm. be the people that God has called you to be and, and act in the manner he's called you to act. Yeah, which includes not being a, very, a giver. It's not a very good summary of the Brueggemann article. No, 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 no. Just uh, check yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah. Search it out. Scarcity <laughs> or abundance. There's a few yeah. people that have written about it. I mean, his article, I think, is one, uh, one of the classic ones. Uh, in we Living with a mindset of scarcity, meaning like, oh, you know, we're never going to have enough. It's understandable why some people get there, but um, but God is a great provider. He gives us the ability to work and to, to help others and to Amen. give to those in need. So yeah. we're coming up on our uh, end of our time, yeah. but uh, it's been good to be with you all. Hope you can share this podcast maybe with others, and yeah. whether you listen to it on Apple or all the different places, Facebook, tune in, I don't know, you know, all the things. Share Google. it, share, share, share. Yeah, we're not well, going to give you any prizes. Just share it. But you never. We know, might give sometimes you sometimes. There's prizes. Yeah. Sorry that so. we didn't have a joke. I I was telling a lot of jokes with my brother the other day. So you got some good ones for uh, the next episode. I had a episode. ton. I mean, I have a ton right now. but Okay. Well, we'll store them up yeah. for the next time. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop studio in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. Have